number three, welcome. Some breaking news today. Uh, you've got uh, Lovey Smith is out. Cliff Kingsbury is out on Black Monday. The axes are falling. The general manager of the uh, Cardinals, Kime, is gone, stepping down. So uh, a lot going on there. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, give us a shout. Um, Want to hear from you. Glad to have you back. At the top of this hour, if you missed the first hour, and I'm getting a lot of reaction off of that, uh, for those that might have missed it, uh, they keep saying, what are you talking about? Uh, go back, uh, whether it's Spotify, Apple iTunes, you can find us on Google Podcasts, uh, and you can also rewatch it. Uh, if you go over to the Facebook fan page, you can go over to YouTube right now. You can always click back and just scroll back, drag, drag it back, and listen uh, to the first hour of the program if you choose to do so. You can do that, too. So um, we'll get into that uh, a little more into that later on today is a very honest look at the green bay packers uh in many different facets um but uh i wanted you to hear in its context fully uh aaron Rodgers. uh first of all on where he stands next year where do you stand on what you want to do next year i mean it's a little raw right now you know it's just a little bit after the game so uh i want to take the emotion out of it and have the conversations and see where the organization's at and see how I feel after some time has passed. Is there any sort of timetable with that or like a date where you want to make your decision by? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hold them hostage. Uh, You know, I understand, uh, you know, we're still in January here. March is for agency, so um, just need some time to, uh, like I said, get the emotion out of it and then figure out what's best so the timetable i'm i'm not a fan of a long period of time uh i i want enthusiasm i i like he said it's raw i completely agree with that it is raw it's raw it's easy at this point to go you know what i've accomplished a ton uh mvps i've got a ring i've got records i've you know i i just yeah i could walk away um but i like the fact that he says it's raw it's raw. It is what it is. It's raw. I don't. I don't want to make a, a just a, a knee jerk decision. So let's 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 hold off. And I agree with that. Okay. Um. Then the question that you and I have kind of discussed today, as an aging quarterback, watching him play, it used to be you know you go single high safety. Aaron Rodgers just crucified you. You blitz Aaron Rodgers. He crucified you. You know, now the talent on the wide receiving core was much better. And this talent will grow. But this is where the decisions need to be made. So you ask Aaron Rodgers, look, you know, take everything else out of the equation. Do you still have it? Not, I don't want this to sound disrespectful, Aaron. I swear it's not. But it's okay, bro. You don't have I to mean, lead in like that. I know. <laughs> we know each other long I mean, enough. Look, you're a four-time MVP, and you're going to the Hall of Fame. So you, when you ask a guy, do you still have it? And I want someone to some, come across him like a prick, you know? No, not at all, Bill. And, and look, we've known each other for a long time, so I don't take anything that uh, anybody says here personally. There's been some side conversations over the years. If, if I felt like something might have been uh, taken out of context or anything but i respect you guys and in the job that you have to do and questions that are hard like that um yeah and the answer is yes you know i feel like 
Um, you know, obviously losing Devontae was was uh, a, a big deal, but you know, we didn't uh, fill that void. And, I mean, nobody can. He's you know, he's superhuman. He's phenomenal. But uh, there was hope in, in certain things that was going to fill that void, and ultimately that just didn't happen. The things that we were able to do, I think. Um, you know, may have been taken for granted at times because we were able to create so many different things in the moment um, over the years and especially over the last couple of years because uh, not much really changed other than his absence from from the lineup. Obviously, Marquez not being here uh, and some other pieces in the line. But um, but I, I think that there's a lot of good young talent on the team. And if certain guys make the jumps from years one to two, this offense could look a little bit different. So the offense, there's some optimism there. Yes, he believes he still has it. If those guys make the jump, this could look a lot different. Okay. Now, the ne- and this, this is the next one that raised the hair on my neck. Not in a good way. Because, you know, hey, Aaron, you're going to take some time, but, you know, you got $50 million, man, laying there. You going to walk away from that? asking you this but here we go um could you really walk away from that from that contract i mean that's an enormous amount of money and you guaranteed it i was i'm assuming for a reason you asked for it to be guaranteed for a reason yes money is energy and uh, i have made a ton of it and i'm very thankful for this organization uh, the generational wealth that they've uh, offered me hopefully feel like that i've earned a lot of it but yeah for sure I I can definitely walk away from that okay I don't know if anybody knows where I'm going to go with this Ben can you play that again play the discussion of coming back for the money I mean to be crass asking you this but here we go um, could you really walk away from that from that contract, I mean, that's an enormous amount of money, and you guaranteed it. I was, I'm assuming, for a reason. You asked for it to be guaranteed for a reason. Yes. Money is energy, and uh, I have made a ton of it, and I'm very thankful for this organization, uh, the generational wealth that they've uh, offered me. Hopefully, feel like that I've earned a lot of it, but yeah, for sure. I, I can definitely walk away from that. Okay. Money ain't everything. In the grand scheme of life, I agree with that. You and I both sit here. We don't blame all of this on Aaron Rodgers. Could he have played better? Yes. Could the defense have played better? Yes. Could the play calling have been better? Yes. Could the enthusiasm have been better? Yes. Can all of this stuff, okay? It's not I for for all the credit we give to quarterbacks. For the most part, they deserve it, but it's also tremendous catches, it's tremendous moves, it's tremendous blocking up front, it's it's running the football, it's play calling. There's so much that goes into the success of a quarterback. So, uh, you know, on one hand, they get far too much credit, and on the other hand, they get far too much blame. In this particular sense, this is the one when I heard this last night, I went, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I had to pause. Does anybody know why? 
The why is because if it wasn't about the money, okay, because I said, look, then why demand to be the highest paid player? Why demand everything guaranteed? You know, all of these things that that needed to happen for you to be happy. Why why did that have to be? I said all along, I'd lay a checkbook in front of Aaron Rodgers and say, write the check. And whatever you take is what we don't have for everybody else. So write the check. And I'd sit there, I'd look at him, write the check. If it's not about the money and money isn't everything, then why? Yeah, you took you took a contract that made this team more viable this year. Completely appreciated, but it was loaded on the back end. And you got kind of testy when people said it was a three-year, $50 million a year contract. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I just don't tell me, don't lie to me and say money isn't everything when you do, when you demand it. And if, okay, let's take that out of it. Say you didn't demand it, but the team was going to give it to you. You can look at the team and go, you know, money's not everything. I want to win. I've got a legacy here. It's tied to Goody. It's tied to Mark Murphy. I want to win another one before I walk out of uh, this place for the last time. No, go give go give me 15, 20 million bucks. That's it. Then go out and spend the extra money on other guys. Don't tell me it's not about the money while your hands in your pocket pocketing all the money. It's a disgusting narrative. Players always say that's not about the money. It's about respect. It's about shut up. It's about the money. It's about the money. And then when at the very end, well, we didn't have enough. Well, we had these young guys. Well, we hope they develop. Well, you might have had a couple other veterans or one big name veteran had you actually not taken all the money. Everybody else is kicking can down the road. I get that. We said, hey, you got to pay Bakhtiari. They paid Bakhtiari. You got to pay Kenny Clark. They paid Kenny Clark. Got to pay Elton Jenkins. They paid Elton Jenkins. Got to pay Aaron Jones. They paid Aaron Jones. Got to pay Jair. They paid Jair. But don't say it's not about the money. Because it is. It's ultimately, that, that the R word, the respect word is ultimately tied to what they pay you. It is all about the money. I hate it when a player says it's not about the money when they're sitting on a pile of cash so freaking high that if they look down from it, they're above the clouds, they could never see anybody else around them. Aaron likes his balls very inflated. And then the final question, and tell me this doesn't sound like a goodbye. They said, uh, you know, hey, so, you know, if by chance, you know, you go away, you start contemplating things, what would you miss? Here's what he had to say. If this is it, Aaron, last um, is it last time out there, last time here, what are you going to miss? Mm. I'm going to miss your questions, Bill. <laughs> And Mike Clemens taking 10 seconds to do a lead-up. <laughs> and Pete angling for something. And Bob writing stories about my personal life. <laughs> You've been good lately, though. Thanks. And Jason bringing it back home with something that's kind of heavy-hitting. Stephanie Sutton coming out of left field. A good question. I miss the guys. I miss the fans. Yeah. 
Thank you. There you go. Drop that mic. Walk away. That doesn't sound like a goodbye. I mean, it's an honest, uh, you know, response because the question was asked. The question was asked. Clemens taking 10 seconds to do a lead up. It's funny because we're driving home last night. Mike, uh, Mike says, do I really do that? And I, yeah, you do. It's very pertinent. But sometimes it's stating the obvious, but Mike's like, do I really do that? I say, yeah, sometimes you do. <laughs> so, it was great. So that was Aaron Rodgers talking to the media last night. Guy has had an incredible career. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, hands down, without a doubt, you name it. Un- all the accolades, uh, they des- he deserves them. But there are certain moments and certain times that have not worked out, and you have to look at where the leadership is. Correct me if I'm wrong. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'm going to go back to the phone calls coming up here after the break. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. And at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, uh, I look, I know I had some people yesterday that were uh, texting me saying, hey, it's going to be warm this weekend. You got your bike? No, because uh, I don't ride in the salt. I just don't. But there are some people when it starts to warm up, it gets above 40 degrees. They're like, we're out. Let's go. Uh, as much as I love to, I'm not. It's going to stay in storage. However, if you're looking for things like bike cleaner, yeah, you know, if you're going to go out and do a little riding, you may want to clean that uh, salt off. You don't want anything to get rusty on your bike. They have cleaner. They have washes. They have mitts. They have many different things in the parts department. They have warm riding clothes, leathers and such. Uh, not to mention they have a terrific service department. When you do finally pull your bike out of storage and you want to want to go get it checked up and get your, your inspection and all that kind of stuff to make sure everything's good, take it to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to WISHD.com. That's WISHD.com. Or maybe, just maybe, you need a bike. They got a boat, a boatload of them right now on the showroom floor, new and used. Um, a lot of them, and they're, they're continuing to come in. So go to Wisconsin, uh, Harley-Davidson, and Oconomowoc, Highway 67, just south of 94. Go to WISHD.com. That is WISHD.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show we continue on a reminder coming up wednesday night when we continue on with the huddle huddles go all the way up into uh all the way up into super bowl man as a matter of fact we just booked our uh booked our house yesterday for super bowl so for all the coverage out in arizona and, and again i know the packers aren't going to be there but uh you've listened to the shows you know that <laughs> almost 99 percent of everything that goes on via super bowl and all the guests we talk a lot about green bay and about the nfl and such so uh, it's going to be a good one. But uh, coming up Wednesday night, we're going to be in Sussex, the Thirsty Duck. Quack, quack, thirsty Duck coming up on Wednesday night. It's the Bill Michaels Huddle, and it's presented by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And uh, we're going to be doing the Thirsty Duck coming up on Wednesday night. And uh, and we're going to be giving away shirts and hats and koozies and all kinds of crazy stuff. So come on out and say hello. 
but it should be a fun one. Uh, I wish we were talking on better circumstances and the Packers were still in it, but we'll start to preview the postseason and what's coming up this weekend. And we'll continue to talk, uh, you know, Green Bay Packers as well. But uh, good stuff. Good stuff. That's coming up on Thursday night, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. Uh, 877-867-1670. Again, 877-867-1670. Find us and uh, give us a shout. Uh, let's get back at it. Let's go to Chris listening to us in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Chris, how you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, I can't say I'm surprised. Uh, matter of fact, uh, first series of the game, we took the field goal and we lined up in the shotgun position. Since my wife doesn't watch the games with me, I looked at my dog and I said, we're not winning this game. They haven't learned in four years that you can't go shotgun. You need to get, like you've, you've been saying for possibly four years, Bill, you've got yep. to get under center. You cannot win in the trenches when you're making a, the, the offensive line backpedal the pass block instead of attacking. I mean, you win the game in the trenches, but how often are offensive linemen getting a chance to attack Instead of having to back up and pass protect for this clown to hold on to the ball forever, make miss throws. I mean, to keep hearing Aaron Rodgers talk at his press conferences is so sickening and so boring. It's the same thing. Well, we'll wait and see. Well, that's what he said about Devontae last year. And he, he says, I'm not going to hold the team hostage. He waited to the very week of uh, almost to the end of free agency before he said, yeah, I'll come back and play. Before, he's got to have Rodgers gone so he can run his offense the way he wants to, and then he's got to grow a pair of balls. If he tells his defensive coordinator, I want these guys to get up here and jam them on the line, like he said, how many years in a row, but he still lets the defensive coordinator do that other stuff. Devonovich, the so-called offensive coordinator and O-line coach, uh, he's a guy who kept on putting what's-his-name on a line against Tampa Bay and against San Francisco. He never made mm-hmm. changes. That guy's got to go. I'm just, I'm just like, and the number one guy that's got to go is Mark Murphy because they don't, they don't, uh, Devontae Adams doesn't leave a year early uh, if Murphy okays to sign the contract. Aaron Rodgers doesn't get paid this fall, this past fall, to be the highest played idiot in the game if Murphy doesn't sign that. I don't care what anybody says about saying Goody is in charge. That's a hell no. Murphy's stated many times in the last several years, everything runs through me. Well, mm-hmm. let him stay in charge for the last two years before he retires of the business side and get a guy in there that's going to let the general manager do his thing like Harlan did when they brought in uh, Wolf. That's what they need because, uh, to me, Murphy is the biggest uh, problem that they've got. you got uh, appreciate- Murphy. <laughs> appreciate the phone call. Um. Boy, there's a lot to absorb there. Uh, let me let me start off with the, the Mark Murphy thing. Um, you're right. Murphy said, no more. I'm going to take over everything. Uh, everybody's going to answer to me. Uh, Russ Ball was not happy that Brian Gutekinds got the job over him. So instead of having Russ Ball, uh, part of the financial, financial side of things, report to Gutekinst, uh, Russ Ball reports to Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekinst to not create silos within the organization, reports to Mark Murphy, and the head coach, uh, who then reports to Brian Gutekinst, also reports to Mark Murphy. Remember, Mark Murphy is the one that stood at the podium and presented uh, Matt LaFleur as the uh, as the new head coach. And the decision was made in the plane after they interviewed Matt LaFleur. Basically, there's our guy between Mark Murphy, Russ Ball, and Brian Gutekinst. The... Um, 
when you, when you talk about the decision to pay the money, I remember doing this show and Rogers waffling back and forth as to whether or not to sign. And I think there were people, there are people that are just tired of the act. It's like, here we go. It's, it's Brett Favre. It's ego. It's crap all over again. You know, just make a decision. If you want to come back, be all in. And if you don't, that's fine. It's not like we're going to hate your guts, but then at least kind of relinquish the, 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 the organization. And allow them to move on. But you got to, two things here. One, you got to love the organization enough to say, I don't want to do it anymore. And you got to love the organization to say, I want you to move on. I want you to be financially viable. And I want you to be stable. And I want to hand things over in a proper way. Goodikin screwed up by taking Jordan Love. He effed it up. That started this whole train wreck spiral downward. Okay, they underestimated Aaron Rodgers and they screwed up. Now you've been trying to backpedal and fix this thing for three, four years. So that started all of this. And in the meantime, you're trying to make the best of what was what has been an awkward situation. And you've been over backwards, kissing the ass of the, the, the quarterback. You have basically kept everybody around that you probably would have moved on from because the quarterback wanted it. He can't run that back this year. He can't say, well, I got to come back if David's back and if Randall's back and if, if Mercedes Big Dog is back and if Mason is back. And it, no. You've proven that we can give you everything you want, and you're still not going to win. That, that That's done. That ship has sailed, man. We're still going to treat you like a human, and we're going to obviously value your opinion, but our opinions and our butt-kissing is not going to be based upon what it is you want anymore. We have to do what's best for the organization, and the organization needs to get better and needs to progress and needs to become more financially viable. So what are you going to do? Now, when it comes to Mark Murphy, there's only so much he can do because you are put between a rock and a hard place. You're at the end of the career of a Hall of Fame quarterback, and you don't want to waste those years because, God forbid, he goes someplace else and wins a title, and you're looked at as a buffoon. Or, God forbid, you hang on to him long, and you pay him a lot of money, and you don't want to tie on you're looked at as a buffoon. The question for Mark Murphy is, you had the tail end of Brett Favre, the uh, emergence of Aaron Rodgers. You had quarterback play of Hall of Fame caliber quality. For over 30-plus years, you won two titles. A lot of franchises can't say that, so be happy. But on the other hand, you've had these guys around, and it's like you, you do everything but, and then that but is what costs you. So Mark Murphy's number one job is to keep the team viable, is to keep the team financially stable, and is to do the right thing to keep the team and the longevity of the team in Green Bay the top priority. And he's done that. He's done that and excelled at doing that. He's done his job. Now, maybe you don't like some of the moves that have been made and short of winning a championship, we're never going to like all the moves that have been made. We're going to second guess everything. But what he's done is a very good job at keeping this team financially stable. But now you have to, this is the, here's the, this is like the tipping point, right? The tipping point of decisions. Because now there's there has some fat's going to be trimmed, and you're going to move forward, and you your number one priority is your quarterback. What are you going to do? But I'm not waiting for him anymore. I'm not I'm not doing that. I, I'm 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 asking as somebody who said you brought the problems to us. We did everything we could to fix the problems. Can you at least give us? We don't want to be Brett Favre. We don't want to be flying down to kill and will you or won't you? Well, if you make me make a decision, well, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'd like to come get. Stop. Take some time off. 
But then if you're coming back, come back. But if you're not and you're questioning it and you can't make a decision in a month, you can't make a decision in four weeks versus five weeks versus six weeks, then go away. But don't hold this franchise hostage. It's time to move on. And it's time, and I'm not saying without him, but it's time to move on and say, we can't worry about all the other crap anymore. If the window's closing and you're coming back, we got to win. We got to win. I got to be able to move money around. I got to be able to get the proper pieces in here to support you. We've got a draft to support you. And we've got to get these guys in year two up and running. And I mean, like kicking ass type of running. And we've got everything we need to fix. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. 877-867-1670. Bob listening to us in Vikings country. Bob, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, thanks so much, Bill, for taking my call. I haven't talked to you in a while. Appreciate it greatly and all that you do. Yeah, it's a bugger up here and there because uh, the Vikings have already won the Super Bowl up here, for God's sake. <laughs> anyway, they uh, yeah, this a, mirror, a bitter man. thing. A bitter thing. I was glad to hear a couple of these uh, uh, callers uh, say uh, that, you know, what in the world is going on with the defense lining eight yards off the line of scrimmage in that last play of the game? What in the world's wrong with Barry? Isn't Barry talking to his defensive captain out there? Are these guys afraid they're going to get beat in the end zone? All they had to do was get two yards and the game is over, which happened. Yep. I don't understand yep. that Joe Barry at all. I don't. As far as nope. I'm concerned, I don't care if he did finally, towards the end of the season, have two or three good games. Other than that, I think he should be gone down the road right along with LaFour. And that brings me to LaFour because his play calling absolutely sucks. If that was his game plan for Sunday, that alone should get him fired right there. It is right. a joke. He does not have control of that team. To me, the best way to put it is if you're a player and, you're screw, and you screw up on the field and you got to come to the sideline, who do you want to face? Do you want to face Dan Campbell or do you want to face uh, LaFour? All right. Oh, yeah, I know. Rather uh, uh, face out there. I mean, this LaFour does not have. Well, Ro- well wait a minute. Rogers doesn't even face him. When, when LaFour is trying to talk to him, Rogers doesn't even look at him. He's turned the other way. I heard you say that earlier, and you're absolutely right. It's just another indication he has no control of that football team. And that falls back to Murphy, which I'll I'll conclude with him in a second. But as far as Rodgers, I was the biggest fan of him, and I defended him way, way back when, am I going to go, am I going to stay, and all this and that, on your program more than once. And we've done everything in the world to appease this guy. And he even brought up Devontae Adams when he asked if he could walk away from 50000 and so on. And don't kid yourself. You're absolutely right. It's all about the money. Believe me. And, and he brings it up Devontae Adams. You know, losing him was a big deal. And so on. I am so sick of hearing Devontae Adams. Yeah, he's a great talent, a great receiver, and so on. But that was half of the problem with his football team. They couldn't get over mourning the loss of Devontae Adams through half to three quarters of this season. It's like he's gone. Get with it already and quit talking about it. And coach your team with the talent that you got. It, it, it's pathetic. But Rodgers, mm-hmm. we've done everything for him. And to me, I'm sorry, he's already starting to hold the team hostage here. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't uh, surprise me a bit if we get to just before the draft, before he makes a decision. Right on through free agency in March and the whole deal with this thing. So it brings me to my last point, and I asked you this once before, and you kind of talked about it a little bit little bit just before you put me on here. So if you're Mark Murphy, what do you do in the next 30, 60 days and a couple of weeks leading up to the draft? What do you, what do, you do? do? Do you have to, again, have plan A, plan B, plan C because of Rodgers, or do you make some hard-hitting uh, uh, decisions 
and move onward right now? Thanks for taking um, that. That's a great question, man. I appreciate the phone call. I'm a little bit late for a break, so let's. Uh, I'll address it when we come back, and I'll get back into the phone calls as well. Let's do this. And plus, we got stock up and stock down coming up, and obviously we're going to talk about the Packers and that. Stay tuned. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Robert's Specialty Meats out in Waukesha. If you're, I know I'm going to be doing a little grilling this weekend. And, uh, well, it's only for the fact that I'm not going to be going to a game, unfortunately. So I'm going to sit at home, watch some of the games, do a little grilling outside. Uh, fire up uh, the the grill under the tiki bar, and I think it's some big pork chop steaks that I'm gonna uh, gonna fire up and just relax this weekend. But I'm gonna make it a Robert Specialty Meats weekend. Sunset Drive in Waukesha. Go to robertspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. Whether it's the Al Capone roast, the Al Capone sausage, uh, ribs on a stick, it's the garlic parm marinated uh, chicken skewers. Oh, those are so good. Uh, so much down there at Paul Roberts and Roberts Specialty Meats in Waukesha. More of the Bill Michael Show. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. night mike clemens and i we did what we do got any uh hungry thirsty it's about two in the morning yeah let's go to quick trip so that's what we did we stopped into quick trip filled up with gas coming back uh right there at the howard's grove exit uh up off of uh 43 and got a little something to munch on while we were coming home and just kind of uh rehash the night the quick trip was comfort food last night that's what that was, uh, filling up with gas and getting a big sweet tea and uh, a cheeseburger, and it was comfort food last night. And then uh, the best part about it was when I went to fill up, it made me smile a little bit. I got 15, per- or 15 uh, cents off per gallon of gas, so I was fired up about that. But uh, quick, trip, quick Trip, they're there for everything. Happiness, sadness, you name it, that's our friends at Quick Trip. <laughs> and I wish we were kind of hoisting celebratory you know, beverages on the way home, but it just wasn't to be. Yeah, but I still typed in my uh, Quick Trip, you know, Quick Rewards card and still got the 15 cents off per gallon of gas and good food and such. So uh, check out our friends at Quick Trip. And you, too, can uh, maybe get a smile on your face after a really tough loss just from our friends over there at Quick Trip. There you have it. 877-867-1670, Uh Let's get to our, but real quick, before we get into stock up and stock down, let's get to our buddy L listening to us in Philadelphia. L, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good today. I'm, I'm just kind of, it's cathartic to be here today. Yeah, that's a great word for it. Um, this is my therapy, man. Just I'm, I feel like I'm laying on the couch getting ready to talk to you. So, so I just wanted to, uh, just to add a question, actually. Um, I was I, I, somebody told me that um, there was an article or something about Aaron Rodgers and his hand signals, and how the yes. fact that none of the, none of his receivers know, like truly know, well his new receivers truly know his hand signals because he doesn't share what they are with them, and they have to like pretty much learn them on the fly. Is that really true? It was it, it wasn't to that extent, but yeah, there's they they have these little meetings and they go over hand signals, and Rodgers kind of makes things up on the fly and. 
And some of the veterans that have been on the same page with him for a while, they get it. And uh, the young guys, you know, are still trying to learn. And some of it was done by guys like Robert Tanyan and, and even quoted in that article was Randall Cobb. And then there was guys like Amari Rogers who felt like they were on the outside looking in. Oh, wow. That's that's crazy. Well, that explains yeah. why the, there's miscues in the, in the, in the offense, but in the game. Like, you know, how one person should be going one way and another person goes the other way. And then – how he had the cohesiveness with Devontae Adams, who obviously must have gotten it to a, to a T because yeah. he could just blink a certain amount of ways and he know where to go or whatever and, um, you know, and, and be able to, you know, complete a play or whatever. But my question is, is that for that to even go on on a team, like would that fall on Matt LaFleur in reference to like allowing that to even go on? Because that just sounds flat out crazy the fact that you and your receivers are on the same page and they have to pretty much like, I guess, like guess some, in, in some instances, what you're talking about instead of just flat out knowing. I mean, receivers and quarterbacks, they kind of know each other. They get to talk to each other. They, you know, I mean, I know Rogers used to sit down and meet with your Michael Finley to get him to get it and such. And I mean, some of it's on coaching. Some of it's on the, you know, veteran players take it upon themselves to, to make things better. But uh, you know, I mean, I, I agree with you. I don't know if you can expect rookie. And, and that was part of the problem I kept talking about was you can't, as good as Christian Watson is with the speed and, and what they have in Romeo Dobbs and Samari Torrey, I don't think you could ever expect those guys to just pick up where Devontae left off. And I think that was part of the expectation this year. And you found it. Just, and Sammy Watkins clearly wasn't the answer. We all knew that going into this season, you know? I mean, it's just it's totally unfair and, and disingenuous on their behalf to even be that way with those rookies like that. That's not cool. That's not good at all. I mean, right. and, and me hearing that, that makes me give a whole other outlook on him as a quarterback and just as a human being to even, like, allow that to even go down. Like, that's just flat out crazy. But I just wanted to call and ask that. I mean, I... Yeah, it's in The Athletic. The Athletic had the article, uh, and it, it wasn't meant to be a bad piece about Aaron Rodgers. It was just a, a, a look behind the curtain of what, you know, Rodgers and receivers and such go through to to try to get on the same page. But, yeah, that's it's it's true. At least a majority of it was. So, good stuff, Al. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. And uh, then when we come back, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll uh, do a little stock up and stock down. So, let's do this. Uh, that, we'll, we'll break here and then come back. Bill, people are foaming at the mouth to hear about Kapalua this weekend. <laughs> it was awesome. We'll get to it. All right. All right. Ben Kenny, I kind of figured you watch. What is that trophy, by the way? I don't know. It's a, is, is that a wave? Yeah, it's like a, a whale or a dolphin. A crashing wave? A or, wave. I mean, it looked like a really bad like horn or something. I don't know what the hell that trophy was. That doesn't look like any trophy I, I can remember, unless it's been that way for a long time. And maybe I just haven't seen the Kapalua trophy presentation, but... That thing just, I'm like, I wouldn't even want to put that in my trophy case. That thing's just ugly. <laughs> so, all right, let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. We got more of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Lions. 20-16, Green Bay was favored to win and would have been on their way to face the 49ers next weekend in San Francisco, but Detroit's players were motivated by this quote from Aaron Rodgers made after the Packers' 15-9 loss to the Lions at Ford Field back in November. You know, we had a couple chances, for sure. Can't lose a game like that against that team, though. So that's going to hurt for a while. Lions head coach Dan Campbell used that statement in his team meetings all last week. The result? They played their ass off. They were ready for this game. And, uh, you know, they wanted to prove something, and they did that. Lions running back Jamal Williams rushed for 72 yards, his first 1,000-yard season in the NFL, and scored two touchdowns, breaking a team season record set by Hall of Famer Barry Sanders. But the former Packers said it was more than just revenge against his old team. A lot of stuff happened to me in my life lately, like just my dad and my great-grandfather passing away, So, and my heart has been heavy. You know, I've I've always tried to just smile and make sure I'm there for my team and being a great teammate. So the Packers finish with a record of 8-9, their first losing season under Matt LaFleur in four years, who will address the media again tonight, LaFleur, after the game. I do commend our locker room and, and the guys for their ability to overcome adversity throughout the course of the season, but I think ultimately we dug ourselves in too big of a hole, and the margin for error in this league is so small. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Glad uh, you're on board today. I know it's a, more of a cathartic day than anything. I think with what we witnessed yesterday, last night, if you will, and uh, obviously the discussion today in the aftermath, as now it has sunk in that the Packers season has come to an end. Here's a here's a side note, and I don't know if you knew this, Ben, but do you realize that if by chance Aaron Rodgers walks away, that both he and Brett Favre, as Hall of Famers, will have thrown their last pass at Lambeau Field in a loss, and both passes are interceptions. I did realize that, yes. Yeah, we were talking about that coming home last night, too. Now, different quarterbacks, different style, different successes. You know, obviously, Farr was the the gunslinger and threw a ton of interceptions and such, and Rodgers really hung onto the football, and Rodgers is a tactician, and... And, you know, surgeon-esque laser capability when it came to throwing the football throughout his career. But, yeah, both both quarterbacks will have left the field, left Lambeau Field in their last game with a loss, and their last pass was an interception. Throwing it out there. Oh, I mean, Kirby Joseph should have had, what, four last night? Three? Yeah, there least. was a couple that were thrown up, yeah. And the one that called got one called back. back. Yeah, so because of the hands of the face, yeah. Yep. Uh, let's do some stock up and stock down, shall we? Let's do that. It's time for stock up, stock down. The key feature here is speed, trying to follow what's going on in the market so that uh, we can anticipate and catch trends as they occur. From this week of football. Stock up. I am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs for the creative ring around the rosy huddle that uh, it, it resulted in a hell of a play, but it was not the for for the style getting leading up to it we'll say 
you thought it would be some big downfield opportunity. Instead, it just ends up being a broken tackle and in for a touchdown. But the ring around the rosy huddle at the expense of the craptastic Las Vegas Raiders in their last game, only mustering 13 points, getting drilled 31-13, and the Chiefs win 14 games on the season. Stock up goes to the Kansas City Chiefs in the offense and the ring around the rosy creativity. Yeah, that was cool. You feel like Andy Reid gets bored sometimes. And it's just like, yeah, but what if I just try that? And then it ends up working. (laughs) Um, I think that people need this, Bill. Yesterday, Kapalua in Hawaii. John Rahm fires a 63 coming in. Was down by six shots at the turn. Entered the round down seven. At one point, he was down nine. Colin Morikawa completely collapses. John Rahm takes the century tournament of mostly champions. In a, I mean, it looked like a snoozer, and it was on during the afternoon football games. Turned into a banger of a tournament. So congratulations to John Rahm. We're back. Well, we've got a comeback in golf. Huge. I was sitting there yesterday in the press box early in the afternoon. I was kind of like back and forth watching a little bit of it via the computer. And I thought to myself, one Ben Kenny is smiling, flipping back and forth between football and golf. Oh, so I, I was with you. Morikawa was blading chips out of bunkers, chunking chips next <laughs> to the green. It, it was incredible. Stock down. Uh, let's start here in our own backyard. Stock down. I'm just going to lay it at the feet of Matt LaFleur. A complete debacle when it came to the play calling offensively. The defense uh, had mistakes, discipline issues. Uh, Obviously, the same thing goes for the quarterback, but uh, ultimately, the head coach is responsible. And Matt LaFleur stocked down, going 8-9. and The postseason was there for the taking, and you couldn't get your team any better than that. A pathetic showing and only mustering 16 points as you gracefully, quietly bow out of the postseason and end your 2022-23 campaign. So stock down, Matt LaFleur. I'm going to echo that. I guess here's my spin on the game and on the loss. The Packers win streak over the last, what, month and a half. The key to all those games was not needing Aaron Rodgers to actually go win it. If you look at uh, the context, the turnovers, where they started with the ball, Keyshawn Nixon, they didn't need Rodgers to do anything pretty much, and they won easily. Last night, they finally did. And you go back to all their losses this season. Many times they needed him to be Aaron Rodgers, And most of the time this season, he just wasn't for whatever reason. So, I mean, stock down is that the offensive system as a whole, just an overall lack of identity, which is glaring. I'm going to go stock up and I'm going to bow out of the NFL for a second because they have gone from 100 to one to 66 to one to now 50 to one to win the national championship next year. That is the Wisconsin Badgers who continue to make strides via the, uh, the the publicity of look at all the people that are jumping out of commitments to other teams and coming to uh, play for Luke Fickle and the Badgers. Uh, the Badgers are getting a lot of recognition and they're kind of owning a lot of uh, a lot of media right now with a lot of the things going on out there. Luke Fickle, the Wisconsin Badgers, the football program from one hundred to one to sixty six to one to now fifty to one. They're fifty to, to one. Win the- 50 to 1 to win the championship next year. Now Georgia's 3 to 1. Alabama's 15 to 4. Ohio State's 6 to 1. Michigan's 12 to 1. You go on down from there. But now 50 to 1. Uh, right up there with uh, Florida State, Miami, Oregon, Oregon State, Tennessee, Texas A&M, UCLA, and Wisconsin, all at 50 to 1. 
Yeah, Fickle on Thursday also took one of PJ Flex top defensive assistants, which is fun. Yep. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he just he just taking from everybody. He's on a roll. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, he is. Stock down to close this out. Stinky Deck Prescott. Horrible game against the Commanders. Jason Garrett brought this up, and you know I'm not a big Jason Garrett guy on Sunday Night Football. The Cowboys are 1-4 on grass this year. The team stinks when they play on grass, and it happened Mm -hmm. again against Washington. Now they're going to go to Tampa to play Brady on grass. It's a weird narrative, but I feel like entering Monday night, it could be a big one. Uh, Speaking of Brady and them, uh, they got drilled by the Falcons 30-17. So... (laughs) It should be a uh, another yeah, craptastic fine. game coming up down there in Tampa Bay. Uh, that's it. We've got uh, one more hour yet to go. As our stock up and stock down segment is signified by the music starting that uh, we've got a bolt out of this hour. Mike Clemens coming up in the next hour. Mike was there in the tunnel. And he can, he can kind of fill you in on the details when one of the uh, Lions staffers yelled uh, something to the effect of, you lost to a team like that. Only to have one of the Packers staffers yell back, oh, real classy. And then the Lions staffer yell back as the uh, doors closed to the elevator. Yeah, well, it was your quarterback that said it. Kind of drilling it in like we just, uh, we kind of stuck it in your rear end there. How you like that? Took the knife and jabbed it in. Stay tuned. Another hour yet to go. The Bill Michael Show continues right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.